Man, I'm so Cleveland, it's a goddamn shame. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, this is Pedro DeLuca, and now it is time for your main event of the evening. Introducing your host from Northeast Ohio, he is heavy set, and now here is the Ohio Indie Report. Welcome back to the Ohio Indie Report right here on Kayfabe Sports Radio, where it's all the work. And what a month it has been. We have to look back at Double Dare from AIW and look forward to Hell on Earth 9. Also, again, from AIW. This marks my second year of being an AIW fan, and I'm looking forward to this event. And we'll get into that in just a second, but we'll, let's talk about AIW's Double Dare, the iPay-Per-View that was on November 1st, obviously, at Turner's Hall, like always. And I'd like to thank PW Ponderings for once again crediting me for results. And let's go on to the tournament that was. The Jollyville Fuckets, Team Money, and Nasty Russ defeated Team UK, Mark Andrews, and Pete Dunn with a cannonball from Russ to both members of Team UK. Euthanasia, Josh Prohibition, and M-Dog Matt Cross defeated the submission squad of Evangelistico and Pierre Abernathy. The Hooligans, Mason and Devin Cutter, defeated Hope and Change, Veda Scott and Gregory Iron. Veda Scott was the one pinned in post-match. Greg called Veda a loser but she ended up getting revenge on Greg when she poured slime all over him. More on that later. Hashtag Nixon, Ricky Shane Page, and Bobby Beverly defeated the Sex Bombs, Davey Vega and Matt Fitchett, via a ref distraction that Nixon took advantage of. Recently on AIW's YouTube page that you can find at youtube.com slash AI Wrestling, they caught up with the Sex Bombs and they had this to say. Alright, alright. So... so... We made a promise to ourselves that we were going to win this tournament, and we got knocked out in the first round. Uh, you know, Vega, I'm disappointed in myself, because when I came back from a quad injury, I came back, and we were supposed to be on top. We were supposed to be better than what we were yeah. before the injury happened. I come back, I dislocate my shoulder, we walk six miles from the hospital back to the venue, we come back the next month. We tear the house down in a four-way tag match. We, we lose. We got cheated. We got cheated, but we still lost. A lose is a lose in my eyes. And you know, we were in the tournament. We were supposed to take the, the trophy home. We were supposed to win this tournament. We were supposed to go in to the next show and win the tag titles. Yeah. Those were our titles. And now we're knocked out in the first round. I'm disappointed in myself because I feel like it's my fault. I feel like I should have been there. I should have been the one that took us to the top. And you know what? I don't feel like I am the wrestler that I should be and that we're the tag team that I should be, that we should be. I think I need some time to go and reflect and make myself a better person. And when I come back, we will be the number one tag team. We will be on top. We're going to be the best fucking tag team this promotion has in the fucking building. And we're never going to lose those titles when we win them. Wait, wait, wait. You 
you just came back from a quad injury and you want to take more time off. I think it's best. I think it's best for me. I rushed in right after the injury because I was so excited to wrestle again and be back and be back to your side. And now we lost. We've, we, we haven't won a match since I've been back. Before I left, we were on a hot streak. We were beating tag teams left and right. We were supposed to wrestle the Briscoe brothers and make it big. And it never happened because of me. I feel responsible for that. I am the weak link in this, in this tag team. I need to make myself a better wrestler. I need to go and train harder, work harder, dedicate my life to wrestling. I think this is what I need. I need a focus point, Davey. Okay. Um, I think you might be making the wrong decision, but if that's what you need to do, I back you 100%. Unfortunately, I'm not going to go anywhere. December 27th, I'll be right back here at AIW. Singles, whatever. Whatever I'm doing, I will be here. And when you're ready, I will be right here. I promise you this isn't a mistake. When I come back, I'm going to be Steve Austin. I'm going to be the Bionic Man. The Million Dollar Man. Okay. That's what I'm going to be. Alright. I'm holding you to your word. I'll be back. Johnny Gargano defeated Jonathan Grisham. Allison K defeated Mischief. In the semifinals of the tournament, we've seen the Jollyville Fuckets defeat Euthanasia and Hashtag Nixon defeat the Hooligans. So in the final match, the final round of the Double Dare tournament to figure who would win the number one contendership to the AIW Tag Team titles, the Jollyville Fuckets defeated Hashtag Nixon. With Russ hitting a cannonball from off the ladder, so obviously... Russ hit the cannonball from off the ladder, giving them the victory and becoming the number one contenderships for the tag team titles. For the AIW title, Ultramanus Black defeated Ethan Page in what was an impromptu match. So Ethan Page becomes AIW champion at Absolution and loses it this quick. Right now, I'd like to take you to words from Ethan Page after his match and also Ultramanus Black and what he had to say after his title win. Aaron Bauer here with AIW Intense TV. Um, I've been asked a re- request from the now former champion Ethan Page. Uh, if I get an interview, hey, he wants to talk. You just go over here. Okay. Uh, we're going right now. Um, shut up! 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 Aaron, shut your freaking mouth! I'm already embarrassed because I have to ask. To be interviewed. Usually I'm in the basement, hid away, personal locker room, in this dungeon of a goddamn building. But here I am asking you, your great, oh, for a goddamn interview? My name's Ego, man. Do you know what that means? Do you know how much that resonates to the worldwide audience on my pay-per-view? All ego. I have no reason to have a goddamn ego right now. Where's Sleazy Tell me. Tell me where she is. She's gone. Where's my freaking title? T- tell me who that is. It's gone. Everything is gone. Aaron, everything is gone. Do you know what that means? I'm not all ego anymore, man. I'm just the dude in the locker room like everybody else. I'm just Ethan Page. I'm just Ethan Page. But that's, but, but that's okay. That's okay. 
know what? The camera's here. I'm going to do my usual thing. The red light's on. That means it's recording. That means Ethan Page is on, right? Right. Oh, you're still, you're still the man, though. Right. I mean, this is... Right. Yeah. Okay, shut up. Let me do it, then. Aaron! Jesus got nailed to a cross. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So He was kind of down and out. Whatever. Right. I got nailed to a cross on live April. God damn it! On live eye pay-per-view, I lost this thing. I mean... That's fine. All right. I'll rush you in the dead, right? right? I mean, I can. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Uh, I still follow. Ultraman is black. You've done what many have said was impossible. You are the new AIW Absolute Champion. Congratulations. Ah, thank you, my friend. Thank you. They said it was impossible. They said it couldn't be done. The great and devious Ultraman is black. At last, a champion. The absolute champion, Ethan Page. You are quite a competitor. Quite a competitor indeed. You were on a roll. They told me you were unstoppable, unbeatable. Well, they didn't know about Ultramantis Black. I'm cunning. And when I set my mind to something, I get it done. I have a long story past, but never, never have I held the gold. And tonight, tonight I can truly say, the great and devious one has come to AIW, decimated the best, and come out world champion. Ah! <laughs> And then, in a no-time limit match, Josh Alexander versus Michael Elgin. At this show, we happen to have two referees and what ended up happening for this match, because by the way, this was not on iPay-Per-View, but you can catch it on the replay. Jay Clemens declared Josh Alexander the win via pinfall, but the other ref awarded it to Michael Elgin with a win via submission, thus the match ended in a draw. The next match for this will be at the December event, whatever that's called, I'm guessing Nightmare After Christmas, but it will be a two out of three falls match and there you have it that was double dare the iPay-per-view results really quick rundown of everything that happened but let's talk about hell on earth there's a lot a lot going on with this First off, when the, everything was first announced about it, it was announced that it would be the AIW debut of Kevin Steen. And it will be this Friday, November 29th, actually tomorrow, at 7.30 p.m. in Turner's Hall, 7325 Guthrie Avenue, Cleveland, Ohio. If you don't have it down by now, the online pre-orders, which you could probably still get today... $15 the day of the show, it will be $20. And here's what the card looks like so far. The return, the AIW return of Shima Zion, which will only be for the live crowd. This will not be on DVD. I'm guessing due to Shima Zion, Zima Ion being a part of TNA. But moving on, we have the AIW Tag Team title match, the Batiri versus the Jollyville Fuckets, who we just talked about winning the Double Dare Tournament. The intense title match, Lewis Linden versus Marion Fontaine. Kevin Steen versus Johnny Gargano. The grudge match, Michael Hutter versus my enemy, Tim Effen Donst. Veda Scott with Gregory Iron versus Marty Bell. And the match that has gotten 
a lot of press. Gregory Iron with an open challenge. More on that in just a moment. But what seems to be the main event of the evening, it might not be. Hashtag Nixon. Eric Ryan, Bobby Beverly, Ricky Shane Page, and the Duke versus Chess Flexer, Youth in Asia of M-Dog, Matt Cross, and Josh Prohibition, and a mystery opponent. After the loss at Double Dare, AIW's Intense TV caught up with Hashtag Nixon, and this is what was caught on film. No, we we didn't win. We 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 made. Come on, come on. I'm I'm talking to Leah. Okay, give me a second. I'm talking to her way too fucking much. Dude, she's the first lady. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does matter. You don't understand. No, fuck this lady. Fuck you, fuck her. No, God, 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 God. They they beat the sex. You don't call me later if you can stop jerking off. Keep rolling, but we're Nixon, take two. Yeah, we do. What? Come on, she's in Canada. You know how expensive this is? I got. I got to talk to her on the phone, dude. You guys, you just don't get it. You just don't get it. All right. Come on. Fuck. All right. Go ahead. I thought I had it, but keep rolling, though. Keep rolling. Ricky got pinned in the finals, and so we didn't win. But it would have been nice. We're gonna let's cut the promos off. Nixon. Promo take three. I gotta take this phone call. We'll take it later, man. I can't. Why are you telling her? She's on a tight schedule. I'm just telling her what happened. All right, you do it then. Alright. Cut, cut, cut. Keep rolling, keep rolling, but everybody's got their fucking panties in line. Nixon. No offense, no offense, but. Nixon takes four. Seems like what? Dude, do you want to. What? We're trying to do this thing here. Look. Hang on. Do you? Yeah. We're talking about you and Jess Flexer. I've just been informed you guys have something to do with Hell on Earth. You and Flexer for control of the company? Hang on, I, I gotta call I you mean, back. It's I mean, I gotta call you back, all right? Thanks. Everything on the line here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You've offended your partners. You've offended the people that are in Why your stable. Why would you be offended? I'm talking to someone else that's in the stable. Look, it's Leah Von Dutch. She's the first lady. I gotta talk to her. But now, you made me hang up the phone, okay? So now, I guess, I'll talk about Chess Flexer. So Chess Flexer, here's the deal. He's absolutely right for the first time in a long time. It's all going to come to a head at Hell on Earth 8, November 29th. It's going to be me and Nixon versus you and three other guys. If you can find three people that can stand the sight of you. If not, the four of us will beat you within an inch of your life again, just like we did at Gleaming the Cube, leave you in a bloody mess. But this time, I'll walk out with 100%, and I'll leave you in the fucking ditch where you... What? A hundred percent. hundred percent owner. Complete control. If if he has half and I have half and I win, what does that mean? That means a hundred percent, right? I mean, I, I know you got a third grade education, but 50 plus 50 is a hundred. So, Chess Flexer, we could have done this a whole lot easier a long time ago. But you didn't want to do it that way. No, 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 no. You wanted to jump me from behind. You wanted to tase me. You wanted to fireball me. Well, Chess Flexer, November 29th, you get the rest of what you got at Gleaming the Cube. We are going to destroy you because that's what you need, Chess Flexer. You need a lesson in what it is to be a man. And come November 29th, you're going to find out. You get it? All right, and the match that we have talked a lot about that's just... not Well, we, it's been on the internet. You go to AIW's page, you go to certain fan pages, 
and there's one match that is being talked about the most. It's not the tag team match. It is not the return of Shima Zion. It's not even Michael Hutter versus Tim Dons or Kevin Steen versus Johnny Gargano. Gregory Iron has issued an open challenge to anybody, not just anybody in the back, to any fan as well, a wide open challenge to anybody who wants to accept. Go on to AIW's Facebook page. There are just a huge thread of comments. The videos have been posted about this. People accepting left and right, but the question is who will step across that barricade? Who will step up to Gregory Irons Challenge? Will it be someone in the f- crowd or will it be someone from the back? Well, my special guest this week on the Ohio Indie Report, this month really on the Ohio Indie Report, is none other than Gregory Iron and Aaron Bauer. So, real quick, I want to go to Gregory Iron and what he said about his open challenge on YouTube. November 29th. Another edition of Hell on Earth. You know, over the past year, year and a half, I've been dealing a lot with Veda Scott. The team of hope and change. And look, Veda, I like you, girl. I like you a lot. But um, you just haven't been, you haven't been carrying your weight. So, on November 29th, I intend on showing you just how it's done. I'm going to go out there and take care of business. And how, just how, is the handicapped hero going to take care of business? Open challenge. As usual, I don't have a match booked. Completely unexpected from AIW management, right? (laughs) So I'm going to use my creative control that I have because of VEDA. And I'm going to put an open challenge out there. But, you know, I'm not going to put limits on that open challenge like AIW puts limits on me. You see, most open challenges are all generic, and and I'm going to walk out to the ring, right, and I'm going to issue an open challenge, and somebody's music's going to hit in the back, and they're going to come waltz out, I accept your challenge, Greg. No, we're not going to do it like that. Because, see, not just wrestlers can answer this challenge. Anybody, anybody in the building can answer the challenge. I'm talking Mike the Janitor can answer the challenge. I'm talking Chandler Biggins. You want to answer the challenge? Come on, big man. You can answer the challenge. I'm talking any fan in the crowd, any so-called fan in the building. You can answer the challenge. That includes anybody. Who do we got? Adam Laporta, super fan Adam Laporta. He's going to answer the challenge? Doubt it. We got Matt Hackle. Oh, he's talking a lot of trash online. I doubt Matt Hackle's going to answer the challenge because he doesn't have the... Grapefruits, the cojones, if you will, to answer the challenge. But he can. He can if he wants. But keep in mind, you come over that barricade, I'm not responsible for what I do to you. November 29th, open challenge. Wide open to anybody who wants a piece of the handicapped hero. All right, and we're back here on the Ohio Indie Report, and like promised, I have two special guests with me. First, I have to start off with the breath of fresh air, the best member on commentary in AIW, my friend and yours, the broadcast journalist extraordinaire, Aaron Bauer. Pardon the interruption. I'm finally on the Ohio Rapport, and boy, it's good to be here. Well, you're you're back. You were already here before, remember? Yeah, that's somebody else then, wasn't it? No, that was you. you oh, that was me. But speaking of Veda... We have the other half of Open Change, the Open Challenge man himself, the master of controversy right now, Gregory 
iron? Um, if you're going to call it the open challenge, call it exactly what it is. It is the wide open challenge because the challenge is open to anybody, anybody at all. That, that's right. And I mean, you have gotten so much responses lately from everything on Facebook, maybe some on Twitter, people left and right willing to take this challenge. It almost seems by the look of it that we could craft a whole event around this, but there, there's a few people in particular that swear up and down that they will be there and they will cross that barricade and, and accept this challenge. What do you have to say about uh, everybody accepting this challenge? Well, you know, what it comes down to is I don't think anybody that's accepting this challenge or or claiming that they're going to accept the challenge, rather, really knows what they're getting into. Because, see, this challenge stems back to, you know, over a year ago when, when I, I aired my grievances and I told everybody in AIW how I felt exactly. You know, this doesn't just go for uh, the wrestlers in the back or the... Or the uh, politicians or the bookers in the locker room this goes to the fans in the crowd because what it comes down to is these people think they're a part of the show they are not i've been trying to explain that for the past year they bring signs they cheer you know they they turned the whole crowd against me a year ago because of their stupid little antics well guess what they're not part of the show but but Friday, they get their chance to be, um, quote-unquote, a part of the show, because they're still really not. What it comes down to is anybody in the building, from the top guy on the roster to the bottom guy in the crowd, can accept this challenge. But if you're not a sanctioned competitor, I'm not liable for what occurs to you. You cross that barricade, you enter that ring, you're in my territory, and what happens to that person that gets in the ring? I feel very 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 sorry for him it seems like for a lot of the fans it's it's shut up time i've been one of the the few fans that have been behind you this whole time and i don't i don't really get what people are getting so upset about but i mean you have had moments with some of these fans and it's not just one or two there's been a, a good handful that you have had just back and forth with whether it be on social media face to face and there's people in the crowd that legitimately hate you and aaron what do you think about this from a from the you're the back of the room all the time watching this and you've seen all this go on what are are your thoughts on this open challenge the wide open challenge that the best disabled wrestler in the world has issued out well you you ever heard of the expression uh they use it in in rap a lot uh it's called bitch made you ever heard of that yeah well a lot of these fans are bitch made in aiw okay and uh they they talk talk they they talk tough behind the computer uh and behind the barricade but when it comes down to it and gregory iron has issued this wide open challenge for anybody we're going to see if anybody actually steps up okay people are they going to step up or are they going to step over that barricade like they claim they will I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, it, it's all stemmed from back. You know, Gregory Iron was a baby face a little over a year ago. And, and these people went and they broke that unspoken uh, code that, that wrestlers and fans have where you don't boo a baby face, okay? Greg was doing his best. Greg was there for the people. And, and, and he was getting, you know, Greg would come out and he would say, come on, come on, baby. And, and I mean, people were supposed to cheer for that. But it said they were booing Greg. And, and 
you know, what is Greg supposed to do? He has to react to that. So he reacted. And then he got grievances. He got beef, you know, and, and, and so finally Greg had had enough, and then he just started serving people left and right, okay? He's not a waiter, but he was serving Matt Hackle. He was serving tuning up the band, okay? He was serving all these fans that were, that were booing him, that were giving him this uh, quote-unquote negative bad heat, okay, this, this go-away heat. It wasn't that real good heel heat. They were, they, were, they were disrespecting the man, okay? And when you disrespect somebody in a position that Gregory Iron is in, I mean, CM Punk, Cole Cabana, they'll put Gregory Iron over every day of the week. You know, they do it all the time. But when our fans in AIW, they're too good to cheer Gregory Iron, to, to clap for him. Instead, they want to ridicule the man. Uh, a bunch of bullies is what they are. And I always tell people, be a star. Okay, be a star. But none of them could be a star. Okay, these are AIW fans. They were being bullies. They were doing what they know best, how to bully. They, they like to bully others, okay? Well, they're not going to bully Gregory Iron around anymore. Gregory Iron was uh, smart enough to bring in Veda Scott, okay? And, and she took up his fight, his, his fight, his grievances. You know, she took on the cause. And together they formed Hope and Change, the most dominant tag team in AIW history. Taking champions of the world forever, okay? That's what happened. Uh, that, that's what happens when you push Gregory Aaron's buttons. He reacts. He reacted by becoming a champion. And, and what's going to happen now? You push him even farther? He issued a wide-open challenge. Step up or step out. That's what I say. You know, I've, I've seen some of the and heard some of the things that fans have said. I mean, there, there has been some very disrespectful moments that even I, as a fan, my jaw dropped and complete disbelief Uh, but one moment that you mentioned didn't mention Aaron was there was the moment at absolution last year where I think it was Greg finally showing what he felt like towards some of the fans and what he's talking about now and it seemed like some fans didn't get the the picture didn't understand what Greg was trying to convey you had one of the interns Justin Doan and Greg basically said well you want to be part of the show and he slapped him around I haven't seen Justin Doan around much lately. So what does that say about the fans in AIW and this challenge? I think I already said it. They're bitch-made. That's why you don't <laughs> see Justin Doan around anymore, because he's a bitch. He's a little bitch. You know, you know, if I could, if I could jump in here, you know, um, to be honest, I, did, I do think I've seen Justin uh, at a couple shows uh, after the fact, but you know what it comes down to? See, what I did was... I slapped him with a little dose of reality. You see, he was a fan trying to be a part of the business to some schemy scam of a contest to try to be a, quote, intern for AIW. And guess what I did? I smacked him back into reality and put him back in the front row of the crowd where he belongs. See, that's what people thats what people don't understand. That, you know, wrestling, first and foremost, is a business, okay? And like any business, you need to have proper training and skills to be a part of any business, okay? How many, how many people do you you know, Justin, that have, um, that open up a a McDonald's franchise without knowing a damn thing about how to cook food. I mean, it doesn't work that way, but somehow 
these these leeches leak into wrestling. You know, they think they could be wrestlers and promoters and and all this other crap without having proper training. Well, quite frankly, as a guy that's not over not only overcome the odds as a wrestler with a disability, but overcome the politics in several locker rooms throughout the United States, but most notably in Absolute Intense Wrestling, I'm quite frankly sick of it. I'm sick of people thinking that they don't have to earn their spot to get into this business. It's the only profession that I, honest to God, can think of that people think that because they see it on TV and because it's quote-unquote uh, not real that they can do it. But then they find out the hard way when a guy like me comes along who respects the business and works hard to be successful in the business comes along and punches them in the mouth. And that's what the open challenge comes down to. It's for all those people who think they could be a part of the show and that, you know, no offense to you, Justin, because I, you know what? I actually have respect for you, but you know how many people send me requests to be on their podcast with their five followers and, and they send me, they send me requests for them to do a story about me on their website that they created themselves for their two uh, freaking visitors that visit their sites. What, what does that do for me? Nothing. What does it do for them? Give them all the exposure in the world, okay? Because I, Gregory Iron, somebody who's actually done something in the professional wrestling business, is giving them time of day when in reality, they're just some stupid Mark fan that wants to go tell their buddies that they talked on the phone to Gregory Iron. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of giving people the notoriety and the publicity because they didn't earn anything. They didn't do anything to earn that notoriety or the publicity. Nobody wants to work for anything in this world. And it just seems to be the case in wrestling, especially that nobody wants to earn their spot. I earned my spot. Nobody else does. And that's what the open challenge is about. I'm going to take every little piece of crap that's talked trash to me over the past year. Every person who started their own little internet website and said, Greg Ryan's match gets one star. And I'm going to smack them into reality because at the end of the day, I'll give them five stars and I'll give them five fingers right across the face. That's what I do. That's what I do. That's what I was, I was trained to do. Okay. I paid money to get trained to be a wrestler. Okay. That's what I do. I fight people. Okay. And people are going to find out the hard way when they step into the ring or probably when they don't step in the ring on Friday to accept my challenge. I am real. I am all real. I'm 100% reality, and they're going to get the whole dose Friday night. You know, with all, all, all that being said of people coming over the guardrail and whether that's going to happen, the, I think there's two parts of this coin, two sides of this coin, as you will, that someone will step over the barricade, which we have all kind of agreed that we don't think is going to happen. I'm, I mean, I hope it happens. I am praying that it happens so we can all be entertained by some moron stupidity. But there's the flip side of the coin. What if somebody from the back decides to pick up this challenge? What if somebody decides to pick up your challenge that is a part of the AIW roster? What will happen then? Well, 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 quite frankly, I, I don't care. And, and I'm sure whoever accepts the challenge is someone who, who thinks they're A, better than me, uh, and, and or B, um, is, is jealous of my success. I mean, that's really going to be the only two choices. I mean, some, some numbskull is going to come out of the back trying to make, make a name for himself. Do you know why? Because, see, what separates me from every other wrestler is that I actually have the guts to stand up for the things that I believe in. You see, I come to the ring every month at AIW, and I'm labeled the bad guy or the heel, but I'm not. I'm still the good guy. I've never changed who I was. I've never compromised my integrity. Yet there's so many guys in the back who will sell their soul 
for a slice of pizza just to get a wrestling booking, okay? I don't work for pennies. I don't work for peanuts, okay? I get paid to professionally wrestle. You pay me my money, I show up, and I put on the best show you will ever see from somebody with my situation, okay? I'm not just a good wrestler with a disability. I'm a great professional wrestler in general. So somebody, if they accept the challenge from the back, they're going to come out trying to make a name for themselves. Just like whoever would accept a challenge if they came out of the crowd or if they're the owner of Turner's Hall. I mean, whoever it is, it's going to be somebody who wants to get their 15 minutes of fame because, you know, despite what all the critics said, when Phil and Scott put me over in 11 and everybody said, that's Greg, Greg Iron's 15 minutes of fame. Good job. The kid did it. It won't last. I proved every one of them wrong because that's what I've done my whole life, Justin. I've proved people wrong. And Friday, it's just going to be one more instance in which I do what I was born to do, and that's prove everyone wrong. Now, Aaron, you are also known as Scoops in AIW. If someone from the back happens to accept this challenge, have you heard any type of rumbling of someone who wants to step up? I did hear. I did hear some things, and... And I haven't put this out yet. I haven't put it out on social media yet. I haven't put it out on my Facebook, which you can find me. I'm, I'm listed as Aaron Bauer on Facebook. Uh, I haven't put it out on Twitter, which you can find me at Fair to Air, uh, F-A-I-R-T-O-A-A-R. Uh, usually I give scoops there, but I'm going to give the scoop here to the Ohio Rapport, okay? I'm going to give the scoop right now. I heard that it's not going to be somebody that's normally – in the AIW locker room. It's not going to be a, a fan that's normally in the crowd at an AIW event, but it is somebody who is a professional wrestler, somebody who was a professional wrestler for a long time, uh, a professional wrestler by the name of Nikolai Volkov. He's going to come to the ring, and he's going to demand that all the ropes be taken down from the ring, and he's just going to wrestle Greg on the mat. He wants to wrestle Gregory Iron on the mat uh, in a match that has no... As a matter of fact, they're just going to take the whole ring away and, and just wrestle on, like, a high school gym mat. That's what he wants to do. Now, me personally, that's not something I'd want to see. This is something I'd pay money to see. Unless Volkov, you know, maybe sings the Soviet National Anthem, which I probably would stand for and, and give proper respect. But uh, if, if he comes at Gregory Iron... I just want to know that if he's got, you know, the Iron Sheik working in the background, I got something for the Iron Sheik. Because you don't double-team Gregory Iron, okay? Because I don't know where Veda Scott's has been lately, but if she's not going to be out there protecting Greg from some uh, 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 scheming back back attack, then, then I'll be there. Because I'll be providing commentary the best I can. You know, you're really breaking my heart that the scoop wasn't uh, the return of Fruth and Winners making a surprise return to stake their claim that they're back in AIW to go up against Greg. But that's that's neither here nor Ooh. there. But you bring up uh, <laughs> Fruth and Winners, the greatest wrestlers ever Never after Greg, obviously. Yeah. Well, after that, uh, you happen to mention a name that I want to touch on. We've seen at Double Dare. Veda Scott slime you after you called her a loser and whatnot. Has there been any type of reconciliation, continued follow? What has happened since that moment in Double Dare? Well, you know, after the show, you know, I tried to talk to Veda a little bit. And, and you know, I, I, I said some things that maybe were, you know, I didn't mean 100 percent. 
you know, look, what it comes down to is for those that have, have followed me, for those that know me, I, you know, I, I've never been known to have the best temper. Okay. And sometimes I, I overreact a little bit, but the bottom line is, look, when it comes down to it, let, let me just start this by saying Veda has done a lot for me professionally and personally. Okay. But when it comes time to bell to bell, there's one guy in the team that gets that done. And, and that's Gregory Iron. Now, I mean, Veda gets some lucky shots in uh, every now and then, but I try to plan the situations around her. What it comes down to is I basically come to Veda and I say, Veda, this is what we're going to do, and I'll insert you here, and then you do this when I tell you to. And lately, it just seems like she's been acting on her own accord, and that's kind of been screwing up plans. So when I say it is a loser, do I mean that? Not entirely. Um, when I say she's the most pathetic thing I've ever seen, is that is that all the truth? Not necessarily, but what it comes down to is, you know, hope and change is a unit. And the bottom line is one half of that other than that, I'd like to think that everything is fine and dandy between us. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, you know, you're like myself, you're a big supporter of hope and change. Everything you see going on, how, how does this make you feel? And please give us your, your insight. Look, J-Dog, I think I've always thought of hope and change and myself kind of like uh, – Kind of like a love triangle, okay? You know, I love Greg. I've always loved Greg. I've always been a fan of Greg. The music he comes out to, um, the way he conducts business, the way he lives his life, okay, big fan of all that. Beta Scott. I've always loved her. I've always loved uh, the socks that she wears, okay, and uh, how she uh, gets real legal when we speak, and the way she can do math, uh, multiplication in her head. She doesn't have to write it down. She's brilliant, right? right? And I love the way that she's so smart, but, I mean, I love the way Greg's smart, too. And he's the one that brought her into AIW. How smart was that, right? I mean, she was there, but she wasn't full-time, okay? She was getting bookings every once in a while for those Girls Night Out shows, right? She was just there for that. But when he needs legal advice, and I can't provide that. You know, I mean, I'm his friend and an admirer, but I don't really know much about legalities of things. He went to, to Beta Scott, which was <laughs> by far the most brilliant thing he could have done. And that's, you know, that's great. But then sometimes, and this is what happens in all relationships between men and women, is uh, sometimes women, they, well, not women, but women uh, overstep their boundaries, you know, and they, they begin to say, okay, I'll help you with uh, the legal parts of your career. Okay, that's fine. But I'll help you uh, in the tag team division. Okay, that's fine. I'll help you get a championship belt and defend it. Okay, that's fine. Then all of a sudden it's like, well, I'll help myself 
go for the women's title. Well, wait a second here. You're you're here for Greg. And, I mean, I've managed many a tag team, too many a tag team championship, uh, just in AIW alone. And, and I know tag teams. And I know when there's a problem between tag teams. And I know which one of those team members is the weak link or is the problem. And I see it. And I see that Veda, you know... Sometimes when somebody starts thinking for themselves, it ends to be, it tends to be a problem, and I see that right now, and it's disappointing. You know, I mean, for everything that Gregory Iron has done for Veda Scott, okay, uh, for her to kind of begin to rebel, maybe is what she's doing. She's going through a phase. I don't know if you know. Maybe she feels like since she graduated college. Uh, uh, she's still going through that college phase, though. She's experimenting with different things. Uh, she's trying new partners. I remember the dream partner. Uh, she she uh, used the uh, the perfect partner, what she said, and, and, and it wasn't because it wasn't Greg. Uh, it was supposed to be dream partner, and, uh, <laughs> and Gregory Adams, the dreamiest guy I know, the dreamiest partner I could ever have, but I'm retired, so I don't, he's not my partner. But... Um, you know, Veda, uh, she's, she's been a disappointment, to say the least. And I think the people are starting to uh, realize that she'll be a big disappointment in this industry. She has a match against Marty Bell at Hell on Earth. And how disappointing is that going to be when Marty Bell defeats her because she's not on the same page as, uh, as Gregory Iron? You know, the open change book has seemed to have been closed. If she reopens and goes back to the chapter... Chapter one, listen to Greg, then everything will be fine. But if she chooses to uh, make the book a choose your own adventure and she goes to page 74 instead of turning to page 36, there's going to be big problems and she's going to lose. And all that momentum that she's had that she gained with Gregory Irons is going to be for nothing. It's going to be out the window. And I mean, that's her destiny. You know, it's her fate. Uh, she can do what she wants. You know, this is America, free country. But if I was her, I'd listen to Gregory Aaron. You know, you, you mentioned that match, Veda Scott versus Marty Bell. It was just announced yesterday. But the way it's advertised is Veda Scott with Gregory Iron versus Marty Bell. Greg, what were your thoughts on not being included in that dream tag team partner match. And with everything going on, will you still be in Veda's corner at hell on earth? Well, you know, I was disappointed and you know, as, as the disappointment continued to grow, I became annoyed and angered. And, um, you know, I, 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 you know, I think I've, I've gone past that. Um, at the time I was mad, you know, whatever, if she wants to pick another partner, you know, that's fine. Um, she wouldn't, she wasn't as successful as she would have been with me. Um, the whole time I was watching the match, I could see all the, all the holes in her logic. And, and, and I could see that she didn't have a uh, concrete plan, which is something that I always come prepared with. Um, so, you know, if, if she wants to be a big girl and, uh, try to wear the pants and, uh, do her own thing, more power to her. But, you know, the day she completely stops listening to me is the day that she's going to fall flat on her face. And, and, and I'm not saying that to belittle Veda. I'm not saying that to 
berate her. Uh, I am saying that because, you know, like any partner, I'm concerned about her and I, and I just want the best for, her. you know, I, I'm looking out, I, I, you know, see people in AIW think Gregory Iron looks out for number one. And that's not true because I look out for number two and without a doubt, second place belongs to Veda Scott and I make sure that she's taken care of. And, and you know, it, without me, you know, I don't know where her career is going to go and I, I just want to see her succeed. And, and that's why I stick by her side. So, you know, it says Veda Scott with Gregory Iron against Marty Bell. And as long as Veda has me by her side, I see no reason why she should fail Friday night in her match. However, if she if she's against it, I mean, there might be a little bit of a problem for her. I mean, I, I you know, I'm just I'm just saying how I feel. That's what I do. I don't pull any punches. I, I put it right on front street. OK, if Veda Scott wants to be successful. She has Gregory Iron. And if Gregory Iron wants to be successful, well, you know, sometimes I could use Veda Scott. You know, so let, let's just put it out there like that. You know what I mean? Like Gregory Iron with or without Veda Scott is still still Gregory Iron. Veda Scott, you know, she she needs like like she's like a bag of, of, of ramen noodles. What good is the ramen noodles if you don't have the, the little flavor that goes with it? I'm the flavor. OK, you open up that pack. And you don't got the flavor. You know, you're S.O.L. I bring the flavor. I mean, I'd for still Vegas. eat it. Let, let me just say that, okay? I, I'd still eat it. You, you can still the, eat the it, but it's not good. Didn't have the flavor, but, uh, you, you, you could still eat it, but it's never as good. So, I mean, that and that's what it comes down to. Uh, Veda Scott, without me, is like ramen noodles with no flavoring pack. It just doesn't work. You'll deal with it, but it's, 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 not, it's not the best you can get. And everyone knows that I'm the best in the world. I 100% agree with you. Justin, let me say this. Uh, Veda Scott, she needs to quit worrying about wearing the pants. Greg, Greg said that earlier, too, that she's trying to wear the pants. But, God, she looks good in a little skirt that she wears, okay? Uh, I agree. Just stick to that. Mm-hmm. You know, she's probably got the best legs. She, uh, outside of Gary J, she has the, the most intense legs in AIW. And, um, you know, she should show those off. Quit trying to wear the pants, right? Quit trying to wear the pants. She's better with her pants off. You know, with with hope and change, uh, it was tag team champions forever, but unfortunately, forever came to an end. And currently, the AIW tag team champions are the Battery. I mean, the Battery, going up against the Jollyville Fuckets. Two teams, Greg, that you've been in the ring with, and you've had an experience with. Jollyville Fuckets coming through the Double Dare tournament. Even I didn't expect them to win. They weren't in my finals, but they pulled off the win, and they are going against the Batiri. Since you've been in the ring with both these teams, how do you feel that this is going to happen at Hell on Earth? Well, you know, I hope they they both uh, kill each other. Be quite honest, because um, you know I'm not a, I'm not a fan of any four of them. In fact, you know I'm not a fan of anybody who isn't uh, named Gregory Iron or Veda Scott in AIW, to be quite frankly. Well, you know what? I, I won't say that, you know, I don't, I don't want to, um, I don't want to give anybody too much, um, too much of a big head by, by putting them over, uh, put, putting them over. You see all, all the AIW fans out there or the marks as people actually in the business would call them. They, they know what that term is, uh, putting people over. Um, I, I don't want to put anybody over too much because there is some talent on the roster. I, I won't, I won't take that away. And I'm not going to say that the Jollyville, um, word, I won't say it's, and the Batiri are not talented as well. But, you know, unlike myself, see, I know these guys personally because I have to be in locker rooms with them. Um, they're not good human beings. I mean, like, like you know, the Batiri, what they, 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 
the weird guys who paint their face green who claim to live in a cave with you know a girl who may or may not be a girl who pretends to be a wigger i mean it's 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 really ridiculous and the jollyville efforts well they don't even have enough respect for themselves to to have a name that doesn't have swearing in it i mean and the one guy's name t money I mean, he stole his name from a freaking American Gladiators ripoff show. What, what was that show called, Aaron? Do you remember the name of it? It was on in, like, uh, 2000, Battle Dome. That's the name of it, T-Money. Come on, everybody knows T-Money was on Battle Dome, okay? He's, he's, he's a disgrace. You know, come up with something different. Like, you know, go with the name that your parents gave you, like Jerome or, or, or Tyrese or whatever your name is. Like, why why T-Money? I, I, I don't understand. You could think of anything more creative something strong like gregory iron you know that's something that's something you can't come up with every day you know so um you know as far as the match is concerned i don't care because i should have the tag titles i should have the intense title i should have the absolute title i should have the women's title i should have the intercontinental title i mean i i should have all the belts in aiw i mean it's it's just i you know as as much progress as i've made in this organization and 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 you know, as much as I've even the playing field with my set of rules, it seems like there's still a level of discrimination. And as you can tell by the way I talk, you know, I've actually called T Money by my uh, different name. I when he, when he first came out, I felt like he was a smaller version of Uha Nation, so I like to call him Uha County. Oh, well, look, I, I, I'll give you the scoop. I'll give you the scoop right now. Uh, his real name is Theodore. Okay. Theodore. Uh, he is uh, Theodor. Theodor uh, Money is is his uh, uh, is his government. Right? So uh, uh, there's that. You know, I got, I got you a scoop there too. Um, and then uh, here I'll tell you too about the the Batiri. Greg was talking about how they like to paint their faces. You know, these guys they wear makeup. Okay, uh, the Batiri, the tag team champions, uh, the representatives of the tag team division in AIW. These two men, uh, three men now, uh, they were four men, if you got their manager, they wear makeup. You know, uh, I don't like makeup. Uh, I know Gregory Iron doesn't like makeup. The, o- the only makeup we like is, is makeup sex. That's what we like. So, uh, you know, for the Batiri and, and, and for uh, the Theodore Money and uh, his brother, um, uh, the white trash guy, uh, does the cannonball. It- Cool move, bro. But uh, you know, two words for you: suck it. My, my question here on the Ohio Indie Report is: Is it Nasty Nate or Nasty Russ? There seems to be con- some confusion, and I wanted your scoop on this. He, uh, Nest, well, uh, uh, Nasty Ned is, from what I understand, and uh, his former identity was the Skinny Wolf. Not sure if you knew that or not, but he was known as the uh, the Skinny Wolf back when uh, he was in the $25 Battle Royal. And we go from the tag team division to the intense division, Lewis Linden versus Marion Fontaine. Marion Fontaine was supposed to be in the ladder match to determine the intense title winner after BJ Whitmer vacated the belt, but he was unable to make the event. Lewis Linden is the one who won that match, and am I the only one that noticed that Lewis Linden has been on a tear as of late? Yeah, yeah, you're the only one. Um, I thought this was about, um, you know, me, but I guess we're going to talk about other people. Um, yeah, I, you know, yeah, they're going to have a match. Fontaine and 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 Lewis uh, should be should be something. 
Should be a heck of a match. One of them will win and one of them will lose, unless it's a draw. So. Hey, and, uh, you know, I'll add to that that um, uh, I've never really cared for Marion Fontaine. I don't care for Mayor. Okay, so, uh, you know, while he's out there getting the intense division title shots that Gregory Iron should be getting, um, mm-hmm. you know, good luck, all the best. You know, uh, it's not a match that I'm particularly looking forward to. Yes, there's going to be high flying. Yes, Lewis Linden has been on an absolute roll as of late. Yes, that latter match was incredible. Yes, Marion Fontaine is very entertaining. Yes, it's probably going to be a match that someday will steal the show or the dark horse match of the event. Uh, a lot of people enjoy that kind of thing. But, um, you know, is, is, is it fair? Is it, is it just? Is it, I mean... It should be Gregory Irons receiving that title shot. And if somebody else is going to take that title shot and claim it as their own, and if someone else is going to... I mean, if you're Lewis Linden, sure, you're an incredible athlete, but how can you call yourself the intense division champion when you haven't beaten Gregory Irons? You know, as far as I'm concerned, uh, there was a ladder match. There was five guys involved in that match. People were jumping off the ladders. But none of those guys were Gregory Iron. So how can you call yourself a champion until you beat the man known as the handicap hero, Cripple Crusader, the best disabled wrestler in the world, Gregory Iron? Mm-hmm. That's why he don't wrestle in tags no more. Afraid to hope and change. Knew he couldn't beat him. I, I, I see where you're coming from there, and I, I totally agree with you. And I think it's kind of, we should mention that Greg's going to be on this show. Greg is on almost every show, but needless to say, our, as far as what has been advertised, the AIW Absolute Champion is not said to be there, unless, Aaron, you have a you have a scoop otherwise. Uh, here's a scoop. He heard that uh, people might make fun of him if he didn't accept the wide open challenge from Gregory Iron. So he will not be there. Uh, he's just not going to be there. Smart he's, move. Uh, Smart move. He talks like a big nerd anyway. Well, I am Ultramantis Black. I don't think he cares about you. Go back to Chikara. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, when Shakara died, I wish Ultramantis Black died, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Death. That's, that's <laughs> wrong, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't advocate. Uh, I'm not an advocate of death. So, I mean, uh, you know, I, yeah, I, right, I, right. I, I, I don't hope that he dies. I just hope that he's, you know, in, a, in a, some sort of very brutal, brutal, uh, life-altering accident. That's all. You know, I don't. I don't really want to say anything bad about anybody on the Chikara roster because I'm afraid a mandible claw will take offense to it and say that oh, we're bad people here at the Ohio Indy Report, and the people that I have on are bad people because we're, we're not, and we're 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 above that. But and, I 100% and, agree. Hey, Justin, you're you're saying it wrong too. It's rapport. A rapport, yes. Okay. Rapport, but. We're above that, but I 100% agree with you on Ultramanus. I actually, I, I want him to be the one that accepts the Open Challenge, because let, let's face it, the Open Challenge is going to be the main event one way or another, and if you're going to be the champion, why don't you just actually give yourself that shot to be in the main event and lose your belt with dignity to the greatest wrestler in AIW and the best handicap wrestler in the world? 
let let him let him accept the open challenge because you know what you know with the way that i've been publicizing this thing it'll be the most attention that this piece of garbage has ever gotten in his life because what, what it comes down to is you know i don't care how many um world-renowned athletes they book i don't care how many uh nxt or wwe or tna rejects they book what it comes down to is Nobody has gotten more publicity about this stupid little show AIW's having on Friday but Gregory Iron, the guy that they try to hold down, the guy that they put the glass ceiling above. That's the guy that gets their show the most attention, which once again proves that I am an asset to AIW and any organization that I work for. But see, I get treated like trash. So they should be thankful that a guy like me even gives them the time of day. So yeah, let Ultramancers Black accept the open challenge. I, I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt anybody in the crowd that's been saying they're going to accept the open challenge will actually accept. I doubt Mike the janitor who tried calling me on the phone a couple days ago and left me a voicemail and said he was going to accept the open challenge in Turner's Hall. Um, doubt he's not going to do it because that guy's a weirdo and he just stays in that little bar area in Turner's Hall creeping around looking like Eeyore, Igor. Like he, he's, a, he's a piece of trash. Everyone there is a piece of trash. That's what it comes down to. Nobody, nobody can stand up to the guy that mans up. Everybody can talk the talk, but nobody can walk the walk. And that's what it comes down to. I back up 100% of what I say. And Friday, the wide open challenge is going to be unlike anything you have ever seen in AIW. I like how you put it that way. And something that we'll see as as in the audience and in the crowd, as far as I understand, the AIW return of Shima Zion it's been said that this is for the audience only. I'm guessing this is not going to be available on DVD. So once again, you can see Gregory Iron on this DVD, but you won't be able to see the return of Shima Zion. So it proves what is better in AIW. Well, furthermore, I mean, I've, I've beat I've beat Shima Zion before. So I mean, you know, what else is there to say about the guy? Hey, in TNA, um, slow clap. You know, whoop de doo. Who's on the show? Who's selling the tickets? Gregory Iron. That's the bottom line. Hey, the only way that people are on TNA shows are, you know, they're at TNA shows are the ones that are on TNA shows. And they don't draw a crowd, right? Right. That's what I hear. That's what I've heard, too. Is there is there any scoops, Aaron, that you have on Shima's return, whether he's going could be in a match? What do you know about the return of Shima Zion that won't be on the DVD. Oh, uh, yeah, I have a, a scoop on that as well. Uh, but that one you're going to have to call my 900 line. So that is uh, 1-900-909-9900. Uh, but the kids got to get their parents' permission first. And uh, actually, you just don't call You tweet it. And that's at O-N-E. And then the number is um, 900-909-9900. So... I was about to say, if it, I know if you call that number, uh, the, as far as I understood, that was Gregory Irons' number. It's it's right there on his Facebook, so I figured that means Greg has the scoops. Greg does have scoops. I, I mean, we're friends, so uh, I'll be honest. I I actually stole that number from the WCW Hotline. So what? Yeah. Cool, dude. No. Well, it's it's WCW. It's public, pretty much public domain at this point. Yeah, at least that part Chikara. is. Yes, same, very same with Chikara. And speaking of. Chikara and another member of TNA 
the grudge match, the no holds barred, no disqualification, fans bring weapons, Michael Hutter versus my enemy, Tim Effin Donst. You know what? I uh you know, I don't I don't mind Michael Hutter. Um I feel like he's another guy that kind of tells it like it is. Um and, and for that I have I have respect for for Michael Hutter. I don't have respect for many guys in, in AIW because a lot of them are um Bush League. Um well, you know, when it comes when it compares to me, but um yeah, yeah, um Michael Hutter, he's 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 all right. Tim Don, nah, he's a, you know he's he's got a chubby face. Um, you know, I I really feel like you know um, if the crowd um, couldn't chant Tim F and Dance, um, they wouldn't chant for him at all. Um, mm-hmm. I just I I really feel like um, Hutter's gonna take this one um, because uh, you know uh, Dance is another guy that you know. Um, I, I would have defeated um, in a triple threat match back at the um, original um, JT Lightning Invitational Tournament before it was the JT Lightning Invitational Tournament. Uh, but I was screwed, you know, of course, because that's what happens in AIW. But, I, you know, I feel like I'm rambling at this point. Aaron, your thoughts. Uh, I, just, I remember that you said something about Bush League, and it reminded me of Marty Bell and uh, the graphics that were put up for the, the promo for the uh, uh, flyer, the match announcement between her and Veda Scott and, and, Marty Bell kind of looks like, if you look close enough in that picture, it kind of seems like Marty Bell's got buckwheat in a headlock. And I don't know that she's ever wrestled him before, and I'm not saying that she hasn't, that she hasn't, but, uh, you know, there's some advice right there that you may want to pass along to Veda, or if I speak to her, you know, if she's not speaking terms with me, I can tell her something that uh, she's got to look out for is that deadly, deadly headlock by one uh, Marty Bell. But back to Michael Hutter. I mean, I think those are great tips. But Michael Hutter, great Tim Don- I mean, Mike- me? <laughs> so I think those are great tips. Both of them do have great tips. <laughs> That's neither here nor there, but yes, they do. Um, Michael Hutter, Tim. I hate. I, why? Tell me why. We, Tim Nance is in this situation where he gets a match versus Michael Hutter, and oh, has it mean something? Uh, it, he boys with the office. Yeah, uh, uh, they like him, so he gets uh, the high-profile matches. Well, Gregory Iron uh, is challenging fans because they won't give him a match against the uh, quality opposition. I could have easily seen Gregory Iron versus Michael Hutter headlining this event. I could see uh, Gregory Iron. Versus uh, versus Tim F. and Dons. I could see Gregory Iron versus uh, Julian uh, Ethan Page. I could see Gregory Iron versus uh, Alter Vance's Black. I could see, but yeah, Gregory Iron is uh, stuck. You know, challenging anybody a wide open challenge to fans, friends, family, wrestlers, uh, uh, the Monsoon Classic selling the corn dogs. I mean, it's uh, you know, but that's what Greg does. Uh, he makes the best of what he has, what life has handed him, what AIW has handed to him. And uh, I'm proud of him for that. That's why I support him. 
And so it, it, they won't show it on camera. Smartmark video won't show it on camera. But I'm bowing to Greg when he comes to the ring because I'm proud of his accomplishments. I look up to Greg. Okay, I'm five foot four. I look up to Greg. He's five five. Everybody should look up to Gregory Iron one way or another. And I, I, I've, I've vowed to Gregory. I, Greg, I've vowed to you when you, you've come out. I'm pretty damn sure I have. Appreciate that. You're, you're one of the, the few respectable fans in the crowd. He's one in a million. Very true. I think we, I've had enough of the Tim Don's talk, but moving on to the, the AIW debut of Kevin Steen versus a guy that we all know very well, Johnny Gargano, in a rematch for from Battle of Los Angeles, so now it's going to be Battle of Cleveland, and I'm surprised it hasn't been marketed that way. Battle of Cleveland, Kevin Steen versus Johnny Gargano. I mean... It's, I mean, it's going to tear down the house, whatever, but n- match of the night, I'm not thinking so. Uh, you know what? Uh, Gargano and Steen can go. And, you know, I don't, I don't know um, if it's going to be better than my match, but um, let's just say that uh, no one's going to answer my open challenge and my match doesn't actually occur. Um, I would definitely say that this could have show-stealing potential. Again, this is assuming that I would not be on the card. Um, Johnny Gargano and Kevin Steen can bring it, and uh, they will. They will definitely, um, you know, they'll, they'll give the fans quite a show. But because the AEW fans suck, um, they won't appreciate it. And then there'll be like two guys in the crowd that like start a chant in respect for what they see in the ring, and then all the little sheep in the crowd will follow suit. Because other than that, unless the two people that start chant start chanting. Um, they just sit there on their hands because they have no respect for, uh, you know, not just AIW wrestlers, but any wrestlers in general. They just happen to all gravitate to that crappy uh, hole of a building called Turner's Hall. Aaron, your thoughts? Yeah, Laporta's not there. They're done. If Laporta's not in the crowd, then uh, I think the whole thing is going to be for not. But uh, I, I will say this. I, I'd like to interject that um, Meltzer will probably give Gargano Steen five stars. Okay, and uh, uh, when he reviews the Gregory Iron match, it'll give an NR. That's uh, he's, he's not going to rate it because uh, Greg's going to be doing what what we call a squash match. Okay, whoever comes out, if somebody does come out, they're going to get flattened by Gregory Iron. Okay, they're going to get destroyed by Gregory Iron. It's not going to be some back and forth Matt Classic. Okay, it's just going to be Greg whooping somebody's ass in the ring and then tending them if he chooses to, or making them tap. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back to the sheep in the crowd. I mean, yes, you, you, there's like two people that always start chants, but there's there's one person that you forgot, Greg. You forgot the one person that always chants. This is awesome. That's the only chant they know. It could be in the middle of intermission and they're trying to start it. So you have to remember that. Oh yeah, that you got the the kid, the guy with the Cleveland Cavaliers shirt on all the time. Yeah, um, a funny story. I went to high school with that guy. Um, like like several people in the crowd. Um, guess what? That guy ended up sucking at life. Um, while he was picking on me and making fun of me, you know, um, for for the things that I liked and the things that I did in high school. Um, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I sucked for those four miserable years in high school. So that I could be great and quite frankly, the best for the rest of my life. While that guy is toiling at some crappy job that he hates, coming to every show, paying a ticket to see me, wearing his six-year-old LeBron James shirt, which he never washes. <laughs> he's watching me be successful. 
that, and that's the sad part about these fans at AIW. You know, I, I don't mean to keep coming back to this, Justin, and I apologize, but, but again, that's another thing people don't realize that are outside of the AIW bubble. So many of these people know me on, on a personal level, and, and that's not necessarily a good thing. It's not like they're paying because they're happy to come see me. They're paying because they happen to like wrestling, and I just happen to be one of the marquee players on the show. And, and that makes them jealous because they know that they were mocking me and ridiculing me when I was a teenager, telling me that I would never make it because I had a disability, telling me that becoming a wrestler was nothing more than a pipe dream. And now they're buying their tickets to plop their out-of-shape bodies down on the chair to watch me perform. And, and now they all think they're big shots all of a sudden because they don't have the courage to pursue their dreams like I did. And they sit in the crowd and they try to taunt me. Well, guess what? It doesn't affect me because I know that the money they're paying for their tickets is going right in my pocket. But now, since they're so desperate to be a part of the show, they get their chance Friday. Wide open challenge. Taking on all comers. Line them up. I will knock them down. That's all I got to say about that. Anything you want to add on on that, Aaron? Oh, snap. And we are down to one last match on the card. Hashtag Nixon, Eric Ryan, The Duke, Bobby Beverly, Ricky Shane Page, going up against Chess Flexer, Euthanasia, M-Dog, Matt Cross, Josh Prohibition, and a mystery partner. Now, unlike your mystery match, it's not going to be someone from the crowd. And a lot of people are wondering who is going to take this spot in the match. Greg, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be you. Lot You have a lot to, to handle, and you don't need to carry another match. Absolutely. And you know what? I don't want to uh, associate myself with any of those losers. You know, what it comes down to is, you know, uh, you know, quite frankly, you know, I, you know, M-Dog and I have had a love-hate relationship over the years. You know, Josh Prohibition to me is, you know, he he had, he had a hand in training me, but, you know, as far as relationship in AIW, you know, he's nothing but scum. He's, he's, he's a dirty, uh, dirty bottom of the barrel, um, you know, piece of slime. And, um, you know, I, I have no respect for him and, and the way that basically, you know, in a lot of ways he, um, he stole the limelight from me. Um, he really did, you know, he, he took the cheers that should have been mine and, um, you know, I, he's, um, in, in my book, he should just completely retire. I mean, what's he doing? He's, he's living on borrowed t- time in my opinion. And Nixon, boy, don't even get me started on Nixon. Uh, to sum it up, I'm more Nixon than Nixon even is. Okay. And that's, that's really all I have to say, um, on that matter. Um, I, I just wish they knew, uh, um, how to be as relevant and as important as Gregory Iron has made hope and change. Because, see, I, I don't even think Nixon knows who Nixon is. And I think that's been a problem with them since day one. That's a problem. Okay? See, the, the people, people can't decipher what's reality and what's fiction. And, and what I'm saying right now might be confusing you, Justin, or it might be confusing the people listening. But this is as real as real gets. Nixon doesn't know who Nixon is. I am Nixon. Okay, period. End of discussion there. Aaron, if you'd like to put a comma and, and, a, and a few more words after that, go for it. Um, well, I, I will say this. Uh, you know, Nixon, uh, they have an X in their name. So... You know, that's pretty cool. Uh, that's 
you know, the indie thing to do. As long as you got next, you're pretty relevant. Do you have any scoops on who will be teaming with Chess Flexer? I've heard you say before, you know, it could possibly be Shima. Um, maybe this is where Nikolai Volkov comes in. Who knows? But what do you know on this fill-in-the-blank? Well, I mean, I'm still could it be the Could it be the Chad? So. Could Chad be returning to AIW? Oh, I, wow, I, I, I sure hope not. Um, I don't remember him having a uh, big skill set. I, I don't know that he would aid uh, Team Flexer that much. But, um, you know, I, I, I could see it being somebody like Gargano who tries to be Mr. AIW and the King of Cleveland. He'd probably try to come out and... You know, after a uh, a long grueling match against Kevin Steen, he'd come out and try to uh, be the tag team partner, and he likes to do things like that. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm not too sure, and I'm not sure that it really matters right now. I mean, it, we could speculate on a lot of possibilities. Uh, what if it was Greg? What if Gregory Iron, you know, decided he could, you know, what if Chess Flexer paid Gregory Iron a lot of money to be on that side. And, uh, you know, then that would be great for AIW. Uh, but, you know, I don't know that that's going to happen. Um, you know, if, uh, on the Nixon side, I've managed everybody on their whole squad. I mean, oh, I, I guess Flexer maybe. You know, I remember in the past he's paid members of Nixon to switch sides. Um, you know, I, I guess here's the scoop right now. It's, it's probably Necro Butcher. I'm, I'm guessing, you know, that's probably who it is, Necro Butcher. He paid him. He's going to pay off his uh, score costs. I, I, can, I can see that happening. Um, Unless you, you, I would know, think, they're saving Necro for a girl's night out of it, I'm not sure. I figured it would be the smart way to pay Gregory Iron to be in the match because then wouldn't Nixon just if they'd forfeit immediately? <laughs> yeah, well, because none of them are going to take the uh, wide-open challenge. Exactly. Now, as we're bringing this all to a close, is there any final words that you have on on this event as a whole, and is there anything you would like to plug before we go? You talking to me? Both of you. Uh, there's uh, some things I'd like to plug. That's uh, Girls Night Out event, I'll talk. Um, Greg, go ahead. The floor is yours, my man. Uh, this is your event. Hell on Earth. You're bringing the hell. I'm just... All I got to say is uh, follow me on Twitter at Gregory Iron. Add me on Facebook at facebook.com slash the handicapped hero. Usually I'm maxed out at friends at 5,000, but, but I constantly have to block people for being dumb. So if you can't follow me on there, there's a good chance that there might be one or two open spots for, for you on Facebook. Um, and, 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 and again, Friday, you're going to see the realest thing you've ever seen in wrestling at AIW. You know, everyone wants to talk trash about the business. Everybody wants to be in the business. On Friday, you got an opportunity to be a part of it, and you got an opportunity to see what realism really is. What's fake? What's real? I don't know. We'll find out Friday. See you there. Anything you want to add, Aaron? Uh, I can't wait to see Gregory Aaron. Greg, I can't wait to see you. I'm excited. I, I can't Thank wait you. to see what you do, uh, the damage that you inflict on people. Like I said, Hell on Earth, this is your event. Thank you. Uh, everybody's talking about you. I mean, they brought in Kevin Steen, yet everybody's talking about Gregory Adams. Wide open challenge. I love it. 
Love you. Oh, yes. And uh, I'll see you on Friday. Black Friday. I love you too, big man. Love you too. And with all that being said, I'd like to thank you guys for coming on. And for now, let's play a little bit of what Johnny Gargano had to say about his match with Kevin Steve. The match that every single person is talking about. I've gotten tweets. I've gotten Facebook messages. I've gotten tons and tons of response about my match that happened in Pro Wrestling Guerrilla Battle of Los Angeles 2013. Johnny Gargano versus Kevin Steen. That match has happened in Reseda, California. But I'm all about bringing something special to my hometown. Bringing something special to the promotion that I helped build. AIW. That match happened in Reseda, California. That's a thousand miles away from Cleveland, Ohio. But what I want to do, bring it right here. That's right. Kevin Steen, I want you. One-on-one. One more time. Gargano versus Steen, Cleveland, Ohio, my hometown, AIW, November 29th. Fight Steen, fight. I want it. One more time. All right, once again, AIW's Hell on Earth 9 will be this Friday, November 29th, 7.30 bell time, Turner's Hall, 7325 Guthrie Avenue, Cleveland, Ohio. Online pre-orders are $15, and the day of the show, they will be $20. If you can get those last-minute tickets, get it now. The card seems to be very, very small, but knowing AIW, there is a couple matches in the works that we won't know about until they happen. Going over the card one last time, Kevin Steen versus Johnny Gargano, Michael Hutter versus Tim Dons in a grudge match where fans bring the weapons, no disqualification, all that jazz. The intense title match, Lewis Linden versus Marion Fontaine. The AIW tag team title match, the Batiri versus the Jollyville Fuckets. Veda Scott with Gregory Iron versus Marty Bell. Hashtag Nixon versus Chess Flexor, Euthanasia, and a mystery partner. Gregory Iron's open challenge and the return of AIW's own Shima Zion. Well, that will do with things right here on the Ohio Indie Report. Right here on Kayfabe Sports Radio, where it's all the work. We will see you next month when we talk about AIW's December event that has yet to be named. But there's one thing that has been announced that on Friday, December 27th, at 7.30 at Turner's Hall, 7325 Guthrie Avenue, Normal Mumbo Jumbo, Cleveland, Ohio. Pre-order tickets will be $15 and $20 a day of the show, but it will feature the return of Chris Hero. Yes, WWE slash NXT's own Cassius Ono coming back to the independent scene as Chris Hero. That's not an event you will want to miss, and we will find out more in the coming weeks. And I will let you all know in a review episode that will be posted right around Christmas time. So have a happy Thanksgiving. Don't kill anybody on Black Friday unless you are going to hell on earth or that is the only part where killing should be. And have a happy holidays up until we get to the next episode, which once again will be posted around Christmas. So thank you for listening to the Ohio Indie Report right here on KFAVE Sports Radio, where it's all a work. And you've been listening to the Ohio Indie Report. Boy, fat ass. Oh, oh, oh.